Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. So welcome to episode 163. Welcome back, everybody. Does Sally sound different to you? Do I sound less attainable? Do I sound famous? (laughs) More TikTok famous? More. Remember how, like, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, I've blown up on TikTok. I have like 50 million views on a video. No, everybody. 50,000. Oh, yeah, 50,000. I was Uh like, I was like, 50,000. And we all were really impressed by me. Um, but here's the thing. I don't know anything about TikTok. I don't know what goes on over there, but that was nothing because I posted a video, first of all, of my kid <laughs> and holy shit, Jen, that thing blew up. It went out of control. It is now at 8.6 million views. That and like is a, insane. 8.7. I just looked at it. A million likes. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Insane. I mean, it is so funny. Honestly, my kids like can't stop laughing at it. They think it's hilarious. They keep watching it over and over. But yeah. um, I can – it's just cra- – like didn't you do it before you went to bed and then you woke up and you were like, what the hell? Yeah. I Here's the thing is I was just like – you know, we've been talking about like – like being better about social media and because, you know, posting things. Cause now like when we have things we want to promote, you kind of have to have a following on social media. And so we're trying to be better at it, even though we're like, it's like dragging us kicking and screaming, mostly dragging me kicking and screaming. And then I'm dragging you. (laughs) Um, And then, and so I just was like, you know what? I don't ever post. I mean, I don't ever post like things on, I've never posted anything on TikTok with Max um, I don't like post about a kid. It's just stand up videos. But I was like, I wonder, I know this is a really funny video. And I was like, I just wonder, it's a Sunday night. Like, will this catch on? I just am like, hmm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, a, I'm going to try it because I know this is funny. And I just like went to sleep and I had 400 followers. And then I woke up and it was like at a million views. It was nuts. I know. It's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's just wild. And every like the response is amazing and everybody thinks it's hilarious because it is hilarious. I keep thinking that like Steve Harvey's gonna call. Yeah, where's Steve Harvey? Where's I finally Steve have Harvey? a thing. I know. Have Max on your show. What's wrong with you, Steve Harvey? They're gonna be like, Where's this toddler? This is <laughs> this kid is a first grader. He has not look anything like this. Hey, that's every time you watch America's Funniest Videos, which we do actually, me and my kids watch it all the time because it's like it's one of their favorite great. shows and it's always funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but every time you watch America's Funniest Videos, whenever they like interview the family, the kids are like 17 with braces right. on. <laughs> and then in the video, they were like three. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's funny, it's timeless. It's timeless. It's timeless. What you got? (laughs) Yep. I'm like, (laughs) he had some gems in his early years, and (laughs) so guys, if you're not already following Sally on TikTok, you follow Dumb Love on TikTok, and then you can find me and my 44 followers also on TikTok. 
because I find us all on TikTok. I just posted a, my very first TikTok. I challenged Jen to post her very first TikTok (laughs) and she did it and it's hilarious and perfect. And now we just got to get her to do it again. (laughs) In six weeks, I will post another TikTok (laughs) and be like, why am I not blowing up? (laughs) Why don't I have fans? I want to know, are you guys on TikTok? Is this a thing? I mean, I'm just, we're very new to this whole thing. So I would love to know if you guys are there. Let us know what your handles are. What's your TikTok names? Can we follow you? Can you follow us? We want to know. Yeah. I, wanna, I need some I need some good TikTok. Also, I would love to know what are who are your favorite people to follow? I want to know I, what's fun. Also like to know how to TikTok. So if one of you could just like email <laughs> me and walk me through posting stuff, I would really appreciate that. Jen was <laughs> Jen was like I don't know. Um, oh, God, what did you say? I asked if I could. I was like, can I repost your um, post on Instagram? Um, you know, I wanted to share, you know, that she was blowing up and that Max's post was blowing up. And um, she was like, are you asking my permission? Of course. I'm like, no, I mean, like, <laughs> how do I do it? <laughs> like, can I, is it a possible thing to do? I don't know how the internet works. I was like, oh, grandma. I know. know. (laughs) And she was like, how do I get my video from YouTube (laughs) to TikTok? And I was like, oh, buddy. (laughs) buddy, I still don't know. (laughs) You told me how to do it. That's why I don't have any clips of I'm still trying to figure it out. You guys, I'll just pay. Somebody come over. I'll pay. I'll cook you a nice meal. I'll cook you a really nice meal. I'll pay you money. Just help me put some things on the TikTok. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's my plea. She'll make you a great Sunday sauce. I'll make you some meatballs. You come over. (laughs) And you teach grandma how to TikTok. Teach grandma how to TikTok. Thank (laughs) you. Teach her how to get on the Googles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I remember when Ben's dad was like, we first got email um like outside of his work email and he was like Sally I don't know how to get to the Google from here <laughs> I was like you can get to the Google from anywhere <laughs> like he thought like you had to be on a specific computer like he was just like I don't know I don't understand this at all <laughs> oh one of the funniest scenes that I that always sticks in my head is from like Sex in the City when she first gets email and like her ex-boyfriend emails her and she immediately like Drops to the floor because she thinks, like, can he see me? (laughs) When Aiden emailed her. Yeah. Yeah. That's me on any form of social media. Jen just on the floor hiding from it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. Um, We, uh, this is a quickie episode. Um, Yeah. This is, this is yours. So uh, let's get to our quickies. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'll go first. I have a really fun quickie. Um, This is from the New York Post by Brittany Miller and also from um, Mexico News Daily. So there was a woman. Her name was uh, Caterina Orduña Perez, and everybody called her Donna Cata. 
And she was known for being very funny, sharp humor. She was a longtime political activist. She was often, she was from the small town of Mexico and she was often found talking to like local politicians. She had nine children and lots of grandchildren. Um, one of them actually, Alvarado Mota Limon, went on to be the mayor of the small town she's from. And her grandson um, said about Donna Cata, she wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, where th things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. She was always very avant-garde, very forward thinking about things. So when Donna Cata died at age 99, January 20th, 2021, she had only one request. She asked for a monument to be erected on the top of her grave in, quote, recognition of her love and joy of life. Can you guess what she wanted a monument of? Um, I'm going to say her two middle fingers sticking in the air, sticking that's, up in the air. That's pretty good. That would be a that's pretty good one. Um, no, the great grandmother asked for a five and a half foot tall, nearly 600 pound penis statue. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's like the entrance of the Laughing Skull here in Atlanta. It's not the Laughing Skull. It's actually the restaurant that's attached to it. Uh, yeah. The Vortex has a giant wooden penis erect yeah. right I, when you walk in the door. I walked it, – it looks very much like that except for it is pink. Um, oh, my God. So, that's so awesome. According to her family, she always talked about the fact that there were so many public, public monuments to politicians, lawyers, doctors, and teachers, but none to the penis, because she said it was a reproductive organ that she thought it was worthy of honor and reverence. Um, <laughs> she said she even believed the penis should have its own holiday when its importance as a tool of pleasure could be celebrated by all. Her family said that she was never embarrassed by talking about sex, and she didn't believe that others should be either. In fact, Donna Cata was known in her small town, like everyone knew about her fascination with penises. Her grandson <laughs> said, can you imagine? She's 99. Like that's your, gra like, <laughs> that's, that's that's your grandma. grandma. Oh, 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 penis grandma. She said she called penises vergas, which according to the New York Daily News, vergas is a, I'm probably saying it wrong, so I apologize. Anybody who um, speaks Spanish should please correct me. It's V-E-R-G-A-S. That, that is a Mexican slang word that can actually mean three different things. It says that it can mean the usual English word cuff for cock <laughs> can mean cock. It can mean an insult that means go screw yourself. Or it can mean you aren't worth shit, which is actually, this is the third way saying you aren't worth shit is actually a compliment, calling something cool. And it it's something that's like all depends on how it's phrased. So according to her grandson, the third way is how Donna Cata used the word. She said she wanted her family to know that they were all Vergas and they could do anything <laughs> they set their mind to. Um, so apparently the family knew that she wanted this penis statue on her tombstone for years, but they were like, she like talked about it all the time, but they, she did, they did not take her request seriously until um, she got close to death. And then after she died, the family talked about it and decided to make her dream come true. So they went to this builder. And at first, he thought it was a joke. He was like, well, it's not very common to see sculptures or monuments of this type, even less so in memory of someone who's deceased. So it took a team of people to make the monument. It's five and a half feet tall. Wow. They put it so the cemetery, it's like, um, they're all these little like kind of like mausoleums you know, instead mm -hmm. of like underground, like tombstones. So it's 
on top of the, so it's on a mausoleum and then it's on top of that. So it's like towering above the entire cemetery. So they unveiled it on July 23rd and it caused quite a stir. And Mota Limon said the family did expect and prepare for some backlash. He said, of every 10 people, I think that seven see the statue positively. And if they don't see it as a good thing, they at least respect his grandmother's wishes. He said, there's others who are conservative values or very close-minded, very square, who see it poorly. Um, her family said that Dona Cata was surely laughing in her grave, as she often did in life, um, at the sight of onlookers taking photos with the larger-than-life penis that now decorates the local cemetery. And I have to send you a picture of this because it's oh my God. hilarious. I can't wait That's- for you guys to see it. That's amazing. And you know, there's always going to be a hater, right? Yeah, there's always there's always going <laughs> to be that person who tells you you're exposing your child <laughs> on the right. internet. And- Sally was upset earlier because, you know, while there's eight point, what did I say? Eight, <laughs> eight million people have seen it, 8.5 have seen yeah. it. And everyone loves it. Everyone thinks it's the best thing in the world. Everyone does. And then there's like three people that have said something negative. And when you're a mother, it's hard to not take those, you know, like, you know, there were some people saying something negative, like, oh, she's just exposing her child and da, da, da. And, um, you know, when you're a mom, it's hard to not take those things to heart. But it's like, you know, don't forget about the 8.5 million (laughs) people that love it so much. I know. But isn't that the thing? I know. it's like we always focus on like the one hater, the one person who isn't laughing or the one, you know, it's like uh, 10 but people can tell you they love something. Yeah. I know we shouldn't. I know. Anyway, that, I just sent you a awesome. picture of a giant, giant penis. Let me see. So that's <laughs> taller than me. Wow. That's a penis. That's and a- she, <laughs> she is so cute. Oh my God. She's adorable. I love it. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. There Do you, you go. have somebody who go. loves something as much as as much as Donna Cata loved a penis? <laughs> That's not what my quickies are about this week. Um, but I, so I actually have like two, one super super quick one, and then it'll lead into like a longer. One. Okay. Um, but so my first super quickie, um, super quick quickie comes from um, FoxNews.com, written by Brittany. Casco, and it is about a very sweet proposal. Okay, and let's hear it. on the word sweet. Okay, uh-huh. so um, <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon earlier this month, 32-year-old Sloan Wolf was working, and she was waiting for her boyfriend to hurry up and get back with her fucking salad. <laughs> I don't think she said it like that. That's just how I pictured it. But she sent him out to go get lunch. Uh, and he went to go get her favorite lunch, which is a uh, kale Caesar salad from Sweet Green. Have you been to Sweet Green? They're like popping up all over the place. Um, I think I have been to one or at least something very much like that in uh, Chicago. I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're like in Atlanta now and I haven't had a moment to like go over there and get it. I mean, um, it's like salad, right? It's salad. It's sa- yeah. You know, it's salad. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I love salad, but like, you know. <laughs> it used to be that I'd be like, you know, I love salads, but like I just like them when people make them for me because salads are like so time consuming to make. And now I'm like, you know, I love salads, but when people make them for me, I just need them to like bring them to me because when you get them, <laughs> people make them for me, it's just too time consuming. It's just too much. So, you know, <laughs> good on this boyfriend, Leslie Rosenberg, for bringing her her salad. Right? So that's what we all need. I guess boyfriends that bring us salads. Uh, but anyway, when she went to open it to eat it, which I'm sure she was very excited to do, when instead of finding her salad, she found it filled with roses and a sparkly ring in the center. Oh, so nice. and then she said that he was sitting across the room smiling, and um, then he came okay. and got hey. on a one. Yeah. Hey, do you see what I do? Z- do you see what I did? It's uh, ring in there. It's not a salad. It's not <laughs> no, a salad. <laughs> But she was on the work call when she like when she opened it up and then she hung up the phone and was all excited and uh, her boyfriend told her to cancel the rest of her work day because he hired a photographer to come over and take pictures of them. And she said, my hair, my hair was in a bun. I was in my sweatpants. Doesn't get more impromptu than that. Apparently, the sweet green salad was not the original plan. He was planning on proposing to her during a vacation. But then when the vacation plans fell through, he had to come up with a quick alternative. Apparently, he talked to her mother about it and tried to get her advice. And they were like, you know what she really loves? (laughs) She loves a kale salad. Sweet green kale, kale Caesar salad. I swear to God, that, mom, I know you're listening because you listen. To, that's something that my mom would do. You know what Jenny loves? Chick fil A French fries dipped in the Chick fil A sauce. It's disgusting, but she loves it. Put a ring in that sauce. Anyway, put a ring in the- <laughs> she'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Caroline. Like, my family would be like, you know what Sally hates? ironing like i feel like i have that yeah. reputation in my family for just like the for one thing they know about. ironing for hating yeah. ironing like it's something i hated when i was 15 and then ever since then yeah yeah <laughs> i know i like i've discovered at some point and i want to say in my early 20s it dawned on me that everything my mom said that i was so good at was just stuff she was trying to get me to do like, <laughs> oh gina was good at doing the dishes <laughs> jenny <laughs> You're so good at babysitting. But anyway, um, so when they decided to do it in the sweet green salad, he said everyone thought it was a good idea and that she would be surprised. So it was just a matter of execution at that point. Um, apparently, the couple I'd met back in 2020 on a dating app before um, when they were both living in Birmingham, Michigan during quarantine. And she had had plans to move to Colorado. And um when she matched with him the day before she moved. What are you doing on the apps when you're moving tomorrow? That makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, but it worked out for her because um, within eight months, she ended up moving back to Michigan to be with him. And so when asked if Sweet Cream would be part of their wedding, um, the couple said that they're not ruling it out. And she said an engagement gift from them would be really nice. Uh-huh. That's, that's the new thing. Everybody's <laughs> including fast food restaurants. Where should I say fresh food restaurants? Um, <laughs> fast casual. Fast casual <laughs> restaurants. Uh, so that they can get free wedding stuff. It's not a bad idea. I it's mean, not a bad idea. you know. use what you can yeah so uh, this is leading into another quickie that i found which is a listicle uh, for brides.com uh compiled by maggie 
Kriegenberg and Maggie Coughlin, the two Maggie. Oh, I the bet Mags. that's what they call that's what they call them that <laughs> Get the Mags. Get the Mags on this one. Um, so it's girls nine, are great at a listicle. <laughs> yeah. It's nine strange marriage proposal reactions. So these are like funny reactions that people had when they got proposed to. Okay. It's a quick it. listicle, but these made me laugh so hard. Okay. So the first one is um fainting. There's a YouTube video of a proposal that has gotten over 3 million views. Not as many as Max's. Um, um, She was blindfolded and led into what she thought was a surprise party. And then when they took off her blindfold, she was stunned when she saw her fiance proposing to her. And then she just fainted. Like she was so shocked that she just fainted. Do you think she was a fainter? Like, is that like a thing she did? I don't know. No, but uh, I guess so. Like, you know, a lot of people, it's like goats. Right. That's what I was thinking of. And then I was like, are people, (laughs) are there people who are like goats? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) The second one is cursing. When Jordan Lawrence, there's another YouTube video of this too. If you guys want to look up this article on brides.com, it's really funny. There's all these videos are on here. But um when Jordan Lawrence proposed to his fiance, she did say yes, but first she had to get a bunch of curse words out of her system. <laughs> the first thing she exclaimed was, holy fucking ball sacks. And then, and then she said, oh my God, oh my God, yes, of course I'll marry you. But holy fucking ball sacks? That's just a really oh, weird I love exclamation. Her. <laughs> yeah. Holy fucking ball sacks. Uh, the next one is screaming. Um, apparently, moviegoers got an earful when Michael Alexander Jr. and Danielle Smith got engaged at the Star Cinema in El Dorado, Arkansas. Uh, he got down on one knee and proposed to her um, while she was paying for snacks at the concession stand. <laughs> like, Give her a minute. She's busy. But anyway, she answered uh, by screaming and then yelping and hopping around. And then she collapsed with joy against the candy case. And then she said, yes. This next one made me laugh because it's probably something I would do. This one girl whose name, they didn't give her last name, but her name was Julie. Um, She couldn't keep it together when her fiance popped the question using his Pontiac. Um, She closed the hood of his maroon car and saw, will you marry me? on his on written on the hood of his car and then she said where the and then just started laughing so hard and then kept saying oh my god are you kidding me and um she kept saying are you kidding me and laughing and then she finally gave an enthusiastic yes this next person George, i think i said that to ben when he i was like are you serious are you serious <laughs> for real get out of here shut up (laughs) when george pagala proposed to katie woodford um he didn't realize that when he asked her to marry him she he would literally take her breath away um they had hiked to the top of phoenix's camelback mountain when he decided to go ahead and propose to her he said he had this full speech that they had planned but because he was struggling so hard to get up to the top of the mountain his long speech just turned into i love you so much will you marry me uh and then um she was so out of breath because they had just hiked up this mountain and she said that she was like yes and she said i was really surprised and everything then my face started to tingle and my hands started locking up and my legs started cramping real bad and i was like i can't make it down and so she panicked and then um 
they he had to call 911 and a helicopter had to come get her oh and then my firefighters began treating her before <laughs> taking her away um in that helicopter to the hospital george said it didn't go exactly as planned but it's quite the experience i wouldn't change it for anything it's a good story i mean oh it is my God, a good that's story. hilarious i mean i'm glad she's okay but that's hilarious Could- I mean, that's great. It's great, yeah, great, great. This one's a little less hilarious. Okay. Also taking my... place in um well, this is not a helicopter. It was a romantic plane ride that um Daryl Hamilton Jr. took his um girlfriend of two years, Rihanna Fay, on with the hopes of proposing to her. But while they were in flight, he said, um, and he decided to propose to her, he said, Will you marry me? And b- but before he handed her the ring. He started to get sick, and then he vomited. Wait, I think I did that as a quickie Have you once. Have seen that one? Oh. Yes. I think we did it as a quickie where she like, Well, she yeah. said yes. Yeah, she said yes. <laughs> They're married now. <laughs> yeah. This one's yeah. really funny, too. Uh, Miranda McCallion, um, when, uh, when her boyfriend at the time, Randy Went, proposed to her, at an apple orchard where they were picking apples, he uh, uh, got down on one knee and asked, will you marry me? And she threw, she had an apple in her hand and she ended up throwing the apple at his face. <laughs> <laughs> Just like but then surprise, she, like, Wah! yeah, that was her reaction. And then when she realized that he wasn't kidding, she tackled him <laughs> to the ground with a giant hug and said, of course, but then she apologized for hitting him in the head with an apple. Um, this next one, awesome. uh, Jessica Gillespie, when she proposed to her girlfriend, um, Becky McCabe, at the Memphis Zoo, she thought that she would propose to her girlfriend and get an excited yes. But instead, when she proposed to her girlfriend, her girlfriend then turned around and also got down on one knee and proposed to her. They were both planning on proposing on the same day. And both no way. Rings. Isn't oh, that so cute? That's so cute. Adorable. And this is the last one. Um also very funny, but probably not that funny to them. They don't say their names, but there is a couple on YouTube. Um, and when the uh, boyfriend, they were on a boat, they were on a boat and then he um, took a ring out of his pocket and tried to propose to her. And sh- when she turned around and saw it, her reaction was to slap the ring. And then oh, it no. ended up going right into the river. <laughs> oh, no. I know. And there's no word on if they ended up recovering the ring or not. Oh, but shit. hopefully they're married. Hope oh. still married. <laughs> so those are my two quickies. Oh, those are great. Um, well, I have one one to end on. Okay. Okay. So I – this is from – this is just like a nice – Kindness of Strangers story, which you know I love so much. Um, yes. From CBS, from The Washington Post by Sydney Page, and from Broadway World by Steffi Wild. Um, okay, so 15 years ago, Claiborne Elder was around 20 years old. He's from Utah, and he was visiting New York City. He was standing in the back of a Broadway theater watching the show Putnam County Spelling Bee. Um, and he's so he's he's do, he's doing standing room only. Have you ever done that at a at a show? 
Um, Where you're just standing in the background? You're, yeah, you're just like standing in the back so you don't have like an actual seat. But yeah. Um, so he he was standing in the back and after the show, this man and woman came up to him and were like, hey, from are you from out of town? And he said, yeah, I'm just here visiting. And the man handed him $200 and said, you look like you were having more fun than the people in the expensive seats. Go buy yourself a ticket to Sweeney Todd tomorrow. It'll change your life. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so Claiborne never got the man's name. Like he got, gave him $200. They took a photo together. But um, he said, he said, I got the money. And I was like, wow, I'm like really poor. <laughs> I could use this for a lot of things. But he said he was a theater nerd and he had never seen Sweeney Todd. So he did what the man said. He went and he bought a great seat in the mezzanine. Um, and in that production was starring the legendary Patti Lapone. And I yeah, Lapone. I know. And so he said that didn't seem real. Patti Lapone, she seemed like a person you read about in a book or heard about somewhere, but not someone you saw perform, you know, not for me, not for a kid from Utah. So after watching that show, he was completely sold on actually trying to start his own career in ball in Broadway. He was, you oh, know, wow. he was into theater and he, he said, seeing the kind of work that I wanted to do was just thrilling. It was a show that I could see myself in. So he ended up moving to New York city from his hometown of Springvale, Utah in 2008 to pursue his acting career. He said that the stranger's kindness is partly what influenced his decision to move to New York um, he said, in a city that I thought of as big and scary, to experience that kind of generosity, it gave me a lot of hope. So Claiborne made his Broadway debut in Bonnie and Clyde in 2011. Um, he originated the roles of Hollis Bessemer in Sondheim's Roadshow um, and Michael Victor in Venice. He's been in a bunch of Broadway shows. He was nominated for a bunch of awards. He's done amazing things. And now... 15 years later, he is starring in the hit musical Company, and guess who his co-star is? Patti LuPone. Patti LuPone! Oh, my God. I love that. I know. So um, he said, like, he said that because of that, like, the guy giving him that money, he said giving back is now a big part of his life. Once a month, he and his four-year-old son, Bo, pay for a stranger's meal at their local diner. And Bo is responsible for selecting the person who they're going to pay for. And then Claiborne will secretly pay their bill and they call it a special breakfast. And he said, I know, isn't that nice? He said, yes. I think exposing him to that sort of generosity from a very early age is important. So recently he went in a step further and he started giving away free tickets to his show through social media. So he shared the backstory of like why he wants to give tickets away. He wants to inspire people who can't afford, um, who want to see shows, who can't afford it from, because this stranger had given him the money to do it. Um, and so he shared the story on social media and he shared the picture. And then he actually is also star co-stars in HBO's The Gilded Age. And oh, wow. when he, yeah, when he posted it on Instagram, one of his co-stars from Gilded Age saw it and was like, hey, I am friends with that man. And so he got a name. So the man is named, his name is Mark Howell. He owns an advertising agency. He lives in Los Angeles and he is a huge theater fan. So the mutual friend arranged a Zoom call for Claiborne and Mark Howell via Zoom that same day. They started talking within minutes. They were both in tears. And yeah. 
Yeah. And Mark said, I wanted to be an actor when I was his age. And I saw some of my enthusiasm and passion for theater in him. He said, the minute he said Putnam County Spelling Bee, it all came back. The night, the whole experience, it's been really overwhelming. I couldn't talk about this for the first three days without, you know, sobbing. It's been really inspiring and overwhelming. It still makes me cry. And so Claiborne told Mark, like his random act of kindness has made him a better person. He said, you have no idea that what you did was so much more than that and made me a person who is kinder because of what you did. So because Claiborne has been make, taking or he Claiborne has been, you know, giving strangers tickets to all of his shows, he now will take a picture of the people he buys tickets for and he hangs those photos in his dressing room. Um, and he says, I hope that it awakens something in them, just like it did in me. I have the power to actually touch someone, to change someone's life with a small gesture. What I hope happens is that these people are shown some sort of genuine kindness from a stranger and hopefully in turn go out and do something strange and kind for someone who they don't know. I love that. Isn't that, that is awesome? So sweet. Yes, that's amazing. And I just love all of the synchronicities it's just really incredible how everything comes together like that isn't it yeah it is i know and and just yeah how the smallest act by one person can really change a person's life i know just like and at the middle of it all is patty lapone how amazing i know (laughs) steve (laughs) harvey if this man like only knew like how much this podcast centered around him maybe he talked to us one of these days maybe um Uh, all right well let's do something dumb and something we love okay let's do it for something dumb, um, this is dumb. This is even dumb that I'm going to say this because it's stupid and dumb. But <laughs> okay, um, I was going to say Mercury is in retrograde right now. Mercury <laughs> is totally in retrograde. <laughs> I was just saying that I because literally, and I was like, like every I knew you would yeah, know because I was like, Are, is life. there something weird to the stars? <laughs> I was like, yes, actually. Um, uh, Like every person in my life yesterday, I got text messages that was just like, dude, why am I having the worst day ever? Like, this is the worst day. And like, I like, and I I probably had like 15 people text me yesterday. Like, what? I don't know what today is about, but it fucking sucks. And I was like, you guys, Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> and Sally was like, we're going to be out of it soon. And I was like, in October. <laughs> I cannot wait that long. And I was um, like, I mean, it, it can be good things too. I'm like, uh, it can. It can be bullshit about rebirth and crap. <laughs> it can. It's, it's supposed to be like a breakdown in communication is what they say. I don't know why. I just over the last, like, I've like – Lost my goddamn mind this year. And now I'm like, <laughs> it's on the stars, you guys. The answers are right there. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I uh, apparently it's supposed to be about like, um, like breakdown in communication. But the good, the, the good side of it is that like, it's a, also about like, you know, making amends with things from the past or like, you know, things that were left unsaid, having communication about it and stuff like that and fixing things. So it could be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a astrologist or a <laughs> psychic or 
I mean, you're the yeah. closest to one I know. Scoper. <laughs> <laughs> I read the internet. Um, but anyway, I uh, so I hope that's dumb. I hope everybody's days got better. I hope everybody's having a great day today to make up for yesterday being so terrible. But um, anyway, something I love. I'm like, I think even yesterday I know it was a hard day for you, Sally, but also you did blow the fuck up. <laughs> I was I like, know. are you going to not focus on the fact that you <laughs> have 8.5 million views on TikTok? So, no, you know me. I know, no, I'm I not know. ever. And so... <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome, and I'm excited. Uh, for Max has no idea that he's famous. He has no idea. No, I was like, "Hey, do you want to watch this video that um the people of you that people on the internet think is great?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> you should tell him that my kids think it's the coolest thing ever, and they've watched it a million times. And maybe Max might be excited. I know. I should be like, Moise loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Louise thinks you're the coolest. Louise thinks you're really cool. Um, well, okay. So my something dumb, I think, is probably just that I have a hard time focusing on when good things happen. It's I have a hard time accepting that, and then also tend to focus on like these negative things, which is not healthy or good. It's not your fault. Mercury. Someone says fucking Mercury. I told you, (laughs) Mercury. I really owe my sister an apology, Eileen, if you're listening. This is the kind of shit that, like, my sister would say to me, like, five years ago. And I'd be like, Eileen, it's not fucking Mercury in retrograde. You're just an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm like, no, it's not my fault. (laughs) It's the moon. (laughs) You just look knowingly like, yep, Mercury. Um, yeah, so I hate Mercury in retrograde, whatever the fuck that means. But um, the thing I love is, and I apologize for keep harping on this, but um, I just finished, like submitted everything of the final uh, version of my album. It's, uh, it's going to be up for pre-sale probably by the time you guys are hearing this, because we're recording this on Wednesday and this goes out Tuesday, next Tuesday. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be up for pre-order and then it, um, it debuts on October 12th, which is, would have been my mom's birthday. So it's a special day. I'm excited to have something like exciting happen on that day to like, you know, just make it a happy day and to honor her a little bit. So yeah. So pre-order my album, you guys. Yes. I'll put the link. will be in the show notes. I would love that. It's really, really great. I was there during the recording and it was a fun, magical night and so good. And you guys are going to love it. So make sure you order it. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Please do that. Um, Also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us obviously on all of the socials. Um, We're all at Dumb Love Podcast. You can email us at dumblovepod at gmail.com. Um, tell a friend. We would love that. Do all of those things. And don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love. Dum, da, dum, 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 da, 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 dum,